You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There's no way that that's, that's what he was doing. Oh, it was exactly what he was doing. I don't even know what else. There's I mean, nothing did you actually see the yes. evidence? Yes. Oh. I mean, I didn't see everything, but I saw I mean, enough maybe, to be able to draw the conclusion. Maybe there's somebody just dancing or, or doing some stretches. That was not dancing or Some stretching. kind of a morning workout or something like that. Pantsless dance stretches. I mean, you know, to each their own. Uh-huh. There's all kinds of new exercises out there. It's we need true. to get to the bottom of this. I want you to walk through detail, <laughs> step by step, oh, so we get all the details on this. Okay, okay. We're going to have to do it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff that we're going to get to today. I do want to remind everybody that it's so awesome. Would you go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link Greg. for all of your purchasing needs. It is the best link, and the best way to get to that link is to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that Amazon link. Absolutely, and I think uh, one of the things that I did want to remind everybody, too, is uh, you know we can't really see what you're buying, so don't worry about that. We had some people that were concerned. We don't know, and we don't care what you're buying. I mean, you can tell us what you're buying if you'd like to share that information with no, us. I don't care. No, I mean, they don't, don't have to at all. don't care either way. I'm not saying they have to, Greg. It's not a requirement, but I'm saying they can tell us if they want to. But uh, for real, we can't see what you're buying. Okay. So just want to make sure that that's really clear on there. Uh, so just uh, go there. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Also, want to remind everybody of September 17th, we will be having our live show at the Landmark Saloon, open to the public, to the public in general. And uh, you may come and watch that show, and then we'll be having the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament, which will be happening after that as well. Which will be so much fun. Yes. And so much delicious 12 beer brewers. to drink. Yes. 12 brewers <laughs> will be brewers. there. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. So, so like basically if you've heard of a you know any kind of brewery here in, and around the Portland metro area or in Oregon in general or also in Washington. We well, I think there's more over. than 12. They're I probably know, not I'm all saying, going to be but there. But we got the 12 best ones. Right. There we mm-hmm. go. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's because they made the smart decision. Sure, sure. good pitch. Yeah. So anyway, come down to the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornell Tournament and live show on September seventeenth. All right, now Sarah, Sarah told me about something that happened to her, and this is what we want to get to. What we were talking about here at the beginning of the show, and I'm a little, I'm not sure if I 100 percent believe it because right, it just seems like it. it there's no way this could actually happen. But let me ask you this: Am I not? A, I, am I a truth teller? You know that I would not make something. Eh, up. No, yes, you are a truth teller. I know. Yes. So I'm saying, like, I would not. It isn't even something that I actually even wanted to say that I saw, but it's. It was so ridiculous that I couldn't not say anything. It was. So okay. disturbing. All right. I think you're going to need to walk through it. I mean, we do live in Portland. There's a lot of strange things that happen in Portland. There's a lot of weird people. I mean, that's not a cliche. It, it's true. There's a lot of very, very strange people in this city and uh, not always, you know, in the fun kind of weird. There's, there's, there was a guy just walking through our parking lot not uh, 20 minutes ago in uh, socks and sandals peering into cars. And a fishing so, hat. Yeah, just doing hat. whatever, kind of dancing to himself. It's just, and- yeah, that, that stuff just kind of happens all the time. Um, you know, we have uh, the bats, which are the neighborhood gang mm-hmm. that spray paint that spray paint their symbol on the oh, walls. Oh, uh, yeah, I live, you know, in my apartment building that I'm in. There's a dumpster across the street where I've seen many untoward acts of things happening. Like what kind of things? Uh, 
stretches. Like, like stretches. Lots of stretches. Lots of stretches. A lot of yoga poses. Lots of self massaging. <laughs> self care. Okay. Uh, self care. Yeah. It's the dumpster of self care. Okay. From all right. Apartment building. So so all of these things happen here, and what I have I don't think I have ever witnessed what you were describing, and uh, I feel like we should go through this. You know, and tell us like what were you doing this day? When did this happen? Okay. Well, this happened actually this past weekend. I didn't. I haven't brought it up because I didn't really know how to bring it up because it's just gross. Um, <laughs> so I went, so if you are familiar with uh, Portland, most uh, specifically Southeast Portland, there is a taco place. We've talked about this taco truck before because that was, didn't we talk about how I lost a nail in there? I in didn't think you were going to bring it up again, but uh, oh, we yeah. referenced, we didn't say where it was, but uh, years ago for satirical purposes, it didn't really happen, but um, uh, yeah, it did. So there's this uh, there's this food truck. Never use the ladle for the sauce if you know where this food truck is. <laughs> well, I'm going to say where the food truck is because this is it, it's like relevant to the story. Okay. As to what I saw, so um, and this has nothing to do with the food truck. By the way, their food is delicious. Love it. So Los Gorditos is this food truck. It's on um, it's in the parking lot of this old uh, car wash called like the the Wet Hen or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Yeah. So um, Los Gorditos is there. Great Mexican food on the corner of like 50th and Powell. And I was really craving a chicken quesadilla the other day, so I'm like, all right, I'm I'm just gonna call and I'm gonna order one, go and pick it up. So um, I think this is Saturday or Sunday, maybe Sunday. Okay. Okay, I think it was Sunday. So I ordered my so I ordered my food, you know, go there, get my delicious quesadilla, and I'm walking to my car. And what else the parking lot uh, shares with the wet hen um, car wash and everything? The wet hen is a strange name. Now, a, now that you s- you've said it out weird. loud, yeah, yeah, that's kind of a weird one. No, and that's all I see. Like every time I'm looking for Los Gorditos, I'm like, just look for the creepy wet hen sign. Yeah. But what else it shares a parking lot with is a magical place. The dripping duck. That'd be a good one for. That's. For a- Awful. I think that would be, that would be a good you know if you is had one. Another... By the way, just for the record, Greg is also still pretty sick. I do have a sick brain going on right now. Brain going on. If if you ever think that the dripping duck is a good name for, anything... Well, I'm just saying if you're going to go on like wet fowl, like as far as you know the naming of your of your car wash, wet hen or the dripping duck. I mean that's another good that's a that's a good one right there. Something with geese. There's got to be a geese one too. The soggy goose. The soggy goose. There you go. The soggy goose, the dipping duck, and the wet hen. Cammy says the gooey goose. The drippy duck. Oh, this is good. We could have a whole chain oh, of things going on here. Oh, boy. All right. I'm going to okay. have to think about some more of these. So there is this uh, really pretty terrible strip club. I'm not mm-hmm. going to – they're never going to be an advertiser. Anyone who's been there knows it. It's gross. It's the this, tricklin' turkey? Oh, my God. Stop. Um, it's a strip club on 50th and Powell called uh, DV8. Or I think, uh, like, on the sign for, like, two years, they think they've cleverly had on the thing, like, gluten-free lap dances or yeah. something. Just super uh, that, that is, I believe, still on the yeah, sign. Yeah, it's just super tacky. It's this big purple building. And it's just, it's creepy inside, whatever. Like, it, we'll go there, like, every once in a blue moon if, you know, we're looking for, like, one more beer and all of us are on our way home. Like, all right, let's just go to DV8. Because well, strip clubs aren't really a big deal in Portland. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just, they're everywhere, so it's really not, like, a... A thing, yeah. You know, to go because it's one. like actually just another bar. Yeah, like it's like all right, it's cool. It's a bar. Yeah, it just happens home. to be naked girls. There happen to be naked girls. Yeah. So Deviate is kind of um, hmm, is that like the most glamorous of? You're just really clubs? gonna dig in. I'd say, I'm trying to be honest. I'm trying to paint the uh-huh. picture because this is the thing. I'm. That's. Have you ever had like a amazingly wonderful time at Deviate and like oh I'm so glad I came here. Uh once yes. 
Only Tell because me about it. no, once I did just because I know I know somebody in management at Deviate. Yeah. Okay. I think you you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love that you brag. That's your bragging point. I know somebody in management at Deviate. <laughs> no, and the more I'm saying it now, it sounds like I, I, there was a hooker in the back or something. It no, does sound that's like not there what was it was. A hooker. No, not at all. Okay, sure. There was no hooker when Greg was there. there anyway, no, 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 no. So they also, so Los Gringos also shares a parking lot with Deviate. And so it, since it was like early in the day, I don't think it was open yet. And so I just parked in the Deviate parking lot to go get my KCN. And I didn't really think anything of it. And so I'm walking back to my car and I see this truck. So the parking lot's completely empty. It's like right up, right when it opened. It's like 1030 in the morning. Um, and I see this truck and there's kind of... um like a bush wall on one side. A bush wall, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like lining the parking lot. Like okay. You see like trees and, you know, like a thicket of sorts. <laughs> I don't know if thicket's the right word for it. <laughs> thicket, that's a, yeah, okay. I, I guess it could thicket? be a thicket. Isn't yeah. thicket? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I see this truck and I hadn't noticed it before, but uh, some movement caught my eye as I was walking back to my car. So I'm basically parked facing the thicket and this truck is parked um, facing toward me, but like a couple spots down. And so I saw this truck, and it's the only other car there. I'm like, what is happening? I see some movement. I'm like, what is that? And I, and I look. And see, this is first, where I'm just, again, what time of day is this? 10.30? 10.30 in the morning. Okay. Yeah, 10.30 in the morning on like a Sunday. Okay. Maybe Saturday. I can't remember which one. It's, I, I don't remember. Okay. Um, and so I see this gentleman. Uh, so I, I can actually only see part of him because what I first noticed is that uh, he's leaning inside of the um, what is it like an extended cab? Like what's the what's it that you have on the back of your truck that has like the windows? A canopy. The back? A canopy. Yes. Okay. So he that's has. A, that's not the extended cab. Yes. Yeah, so the cab I, is the cab. Okay. Well, the yeah. canopy. Okay. And what I noticed first of all is that I see this guy, and his arms are kind of through the window. Of through the, the window of the canopy. Okay. And his uh, and his arms are kind of in there, and his head's kind of. I, I can see a little bit of his head, but not really. So the window's open. His arms are there. And okay. Looking, and he's he's leaning in. His head's kind of resting on the bed of the truck there. Or on the, yeah, on the uh, like edge. on the window on the on, the, on yeah, the window. The okay. So, so it's like basically like your canopy, but the windows are popped out. Uh-huh. And so okay. he's like in the window. Okay. And then I start to see. <laughs> God. Oh. <laughs> and then I see him trying to like. Wiggle around a little. What do you mean, wiggle around? I mean, a wiggle bit? around a little. Like wiggle around like a little, wiggle, or like rock back and forth, like, or like, like ba- forward, backward, forward, backward, <laughs> forward, backward. And wiggling. I, I look down as I like see, and I see that he's not wearing any pants. <laughs> oh my God. Like no pants at all. He he had pants up, but they were like, they were down to like behind his knees. Oh wow! Like they were, they were down. And so I see this wriggling, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, it, it just took a second. And then I realized that um, that was This is the, happening at 10.30 in the morning. 10.30 in the morning, broad daylight. Broad daylight. Like, it's not like he's in a secret corner. Like, it's like off of, off of 50th. Like, you could see it. Oh. And then I notice what he's wriggling against, and it's the gas pump hole. <laughs> whatever you call it, the fuel tank, whatever it is. It was... I don't even have words. As though 
His body was the nozzle, like As filling up the gas tank. Was the gas nozzle? Oh my god! Seriously, and I didn't even know. There's like, no way that that's it was happening. It was there oh was nobody god. around me, and I'm just watching this, and I'm just standing there. So nobody like, else could see what's happening. No, because I'm just holding my quesadilla, and I'm standing outside. So you didn't see it when you went in to get your food. You saw it when you got no. When out? I got out, because I think I was just so hungry, I didn't look, and then like. By the time I got out, I see that, and I see it takes like a full like thirty seconds for me to register. I have to say, like I've seen a lot of weird people doing weird things with their bodies on the streets of Portland. That is, that is the worst thing I think I've ever seen. He was, he was pantless no, and pumping no, the gas. Tank. Okay, I got to ask some follow up questions. I and mean, we have some live chat, uh, some people commenting here in the live chat. Uh, Cammy says that seems stingy. Um, Nipple says a pantsless wriggler is never a good thing to come across. It is not. And it was, <laughs> I couldn't, like in hindsight, I so, wish I would have like taken a, a picture, but not, I wouldn't have wanted to take a picture, but I kind of wanted it for proof because I'm like, I actually called Greg after this and I'm just like, I have a story for for the show but I don't know if I'm ready to talk about it yet <laughs> like, I just can't I'd written something about it on I've Twitter, never heard this full this full version of no, what went it was on just, it was I've never um, like, it's like one of those things that your brain doesn't it takes a second to register that that's what's going on because you're not <laughs> anticipating seeing someone have sexual relations with their truck with in, their vehicle in a strip club parking lot at ten thirty in the morning on a Sunday, <laughs> as Gordy says, you just witnessed one of your own world of crazy stories. Mm-hmm. So, so you're the only one there who's witnessing this. Yeah, because I and you're, did you stop and stand and look for a I minute? I was just and standing to... holding my case to the end, like it's a little brown bag. I'm <laughs> just like, what, what is happening? Because it took me a second because the whole scene looked odd. It's like I don't know looking. At one of those like like three D like paintings, those like, puzzle things. Where you're trying to see what the you're trying to figure is. out the yeah the like uh, the image. Yeah, but you can't quite get it until like your eyes adjust and you're like, holy shit, that's <laughs> what's happening right now. Yeah. Now, did you say anything? No, or? I just got my car and drove. How far away. away was your car from this? It was basically so. <laughs> so there's no other cars in the parking lot. No, but he was like two like two rows down, basically um, like one parking row. Ahead of me, so he was probably like twenty feet away from me. Did he notice you? No, I, he was leaning in his thing with his arms. I, I know you can't see him, but like he had his elbows up and his head was kind of in there, and he was just kind of so his head was down. He was just taking care of. He was just you know, taking care of business. Oh my god! He was filling the gas tank. It was so gross. <laughs> That's physically, I don't know how, how that would be. Um, I don't know something you would desire. I don't know. I don't quite get the uh, the physics on that. But remember, of I've had that... world of crazy stories like this before. Oh, I know. That's a thing. Yeah, it's it a, thing a thing that people have. Yeah, where they're in love with their vehicles. Where they're in love with their car. I just, I just, I just wonder. I mean, what turns I do you take know. in life That'll to where you to end up? I know. At ten thirty a.m. on a Sunday morning, pantsless in public in a strip club parking lot in East Portland, humping. And get the gas tank of a pickup truck. Like, what led from point A? At some point, that was just a normal child. There was some tipping point. And then what was it that led it all the way to this edge? And then where do you go from there? I mean, what happens after that? Is that rock bottom? Because, I mean, I think that's got to be rock sure bottom. That's pretty close to rock that's, bottom. That's got to be about there. And what happens? I mean, I want to know what happened afterward. I wish you would have stuck around. 
I know. I kind of wish I did too, but like just to see what the you know. But it's like that. What's you know, the next next page that, in the book? It's that fight or flight kind of thing. I think I just had to get out of there. I was just like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Get out of here. Like if somebody is is performing something like that on their truck, like they don't really have any limits. Like that, I, I don't know. That's just kind no, of it's no. No, I think that's it's unnerving because it's like, what won't you do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're willing to do that in public at ten thirty in the morning, like who's to say you aren't willing to stab me? <laughs> like I don't know. I think stabbing uh, stabbing comes before doing this. That guy's already stabbed somebody. Okay, I guarantee. Yeah, that stabbing somebody seems normal compared, compared to, to what that. <laughs> compared yeah, to what right? this this guy's doing. It yeah, was... that's on the level of uh, you know. Depravity. That's uh I'll just never forget. I think the creepiest part it wasn't even so much the him humping his truck part was just the leaning in the window thing. It's a casual head, thing. So it's like he's trying to take a nap while he's yes. while he's humping. Yes. Trying to accomplish two things. But I mean like the way his head was like hanging in the thing just for some reason that was you know, not the pantsless part, but that was the part that was just really unnerving because he just did not like he wasn't looking around. He didn't care who saw him. He was just in there, he was just committed. Huh. That is, um, I can honestly say I don't think I have ever seen something like that in this city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that. I've never witnessed anything like that. That's a, you know, that's kind of like four-leaf clover. You know, you, you saw a truck humper. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, check that off the list. I guess I need to buy a lottery ticket. I think, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do. Wow. All right. Yeah, I don't know where else to go with this. Like, I, I don't know where else you go really with it know either. How to say it? But I mean, like, I can't not say it. I mean, I guess I could ask the weirdest thing. It's I, so d- disturbing. I would normally say, "Hey, send us an email if you've had an experience like this." I don't know if I want to read your emails of what's happened. No, I don't know if I want to know what you've witnessed if you've witnessed anything like this. No, that's. What if it wasn't his truck? It kind of looked like his truck. It looked. I would be in. so pissed if I came out <laughs> and I found somebody <laughs> violating my truck. <laughs> <laughs> out in front of my oh, house. Oh, you do kind of have a similar truck. I've got, I mean, I suppose for somebody like that, I have a very desirable very pickup truck. truck. It is a very attractive. It's very attractive. Yeah, pickup truck with a canopy. I mean, wow. maybe I. <laughs> Some armrests there for it. There's, yeah, there's all of that. Oh, man. God, I hope that guy's not, I don't. That guy's not going around the neighborhood. Yeah, so I think my lesson is if you're ever going to uh, Los Gorditos on 50th and Powell, maybe don't park in the strip club park. Well, maybe that's somebody who had a little bit too much to drink from the night before and then left their truck there. And then they're coming back to get it the next morning like, oh, God. Oh, oh, damn it. This is why you should have stuck around. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Dude, get off of my truck. No, it was totally fight or flight mode. And I just left. Yeah. I'm like, I can't. It might have been creepy if you sat there and ate your quesadilla and just watched. No, I what couldn't was eat happen. it for a while. Like I was really hungry before I got there, and then <laughs> afterward, I'm like, I'm gonna hold off. <laughs> All right. Well, that is that is a tale. I don't really know where else to go either with that one. We'll I guess yeah, right into this. Yeah. I don't know if you're gonna have a story that'll top that. Um. Live no. world of crazy. I have some stories. I don't know if it'll top <laughs> what my eyeballs have seen. What my eyes have seen. <laughs> Only I know what my eyes can see. I have such sights to show you. I have such sights to show you. This is not for your eyes. Oh, you do a pretty bad Hellraiser. Oh, it's amazing. You're just jealous. That is not a good Hellraiser. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. 
Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, uh, attention recently unemployed, underemployed. If you've been fired lately, uh, Burger King is now offering some consolation to the out of work by offering Whopper severance to people who have lost their jobs. They're giving free Whoppers to people who got fired. How do they know? Um, I don't know. I don't think that you're supposed to lie about it. I mean, people might. Okay, here. I I found out how they do it. All right, so it says, uh, so Burger King says, getting fired might not be fun, but at Burger King, um, getting fired up like the flame-grilled Whopper sandwich is always a good thing. Oh, my God. This is so fucking lame. Um, So Burger King, okay, so this is how they prove it. Customers who... Uh, update their LinkedIn profiles to publicly confess to getting fired can register to receive a Whopper severance package in the mail, which includes a letter and a gift card for free Burger King food. Huh. Based on LinkedIn? Burger King's teaming up with LinkedIn? I guess so. Okay. Man, I have a LinkedIn account. I don't think I've opened it in like eight years. I open it occasionally and then close it. I don't that was really. That a real good story. Really good story. I'm really firing on all cylinders right now. I mean, I don't. I don't use it that much. I'll open it and just like accept whatever requests. But then I, I don't really know how to mm. utilize it very well. All right. Well, if you are interested and or jobless or just want to lie and get a free Burger King <laughs> gift card, you got to be real hard up if you're going to lie on your LinkedIn page and just. Although if you don't use it, I suppose cares? it doesn't really matter. I totally would. <clears throat> Why don't you do it? I don't remember my password. <laughs> I don't know how to get in there. <laughs> Uh, so if you want to, uh, you have to post a public message on LinkedIn reading, I got fired. I want a free Whopper. Hashtag Whopper Seven. I got fired. I want free Whopper. Wow. Could they make, like, they could be a little kinder about that. I got fired. I want free Whopper. So uh, if you want to do this, you have until tomorrow, which I'm totally going to remember my password and do that. All right. Clowns all around the country are up in arms because they are angry angry about Stephen King's latest adaptation of It because they said that it's making people afraid of clowns. That's not just It that's making people afraid of clowns. Well, the World Clown Association president, Pam Moody, said that the film, which is coming out September 8th, and I'm so excited to see it, uh, is the latest hit to the clowning industry in recent years. Uh, following a rash of creepy clown sightings in 2016 and the appearance of... Uh, oh, my God. I look up a picture of Pam Moody clown. It is tame compared to what she looks like. Pam Moody clown. I'm sorry. That is a terrifying clown outfit that she is wearing. It's like half cat, half... Jesus. Clown thing. I don't know. Pam Moody comes for your nightmares. Yeah. it Pennywise is not what's causing this problem. Whoa. I don't like that one bit. She has crazy eyes. Pam Moody, World Clown Association president. Uh, So she said, uh, also, so the 2016 Creepy Clowns, also the appearance of a horror clown on the TV series American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. Twisty. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, Pam Moody says, last year we were really blindsided. Uh, We've since created a press kit to prepare clowns for the movie coming out. So they're preparing mentally and all the clouds from the World Clown Organization on how to deal with people who are afraid of clowns because of the movie It. So uh, they published a guide Scott called... Scott Dally's of the World. How do you think Scott is handling this? I'm sure he's Like fine. all the promotion for It. Because you know everybody's just going to post pictures of it on a, on his page. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he's fine. Why don't we test the limits on it? 
I think we did like peak Scott Deli torture with clowns when we had his fiance dressed like a clown and hide outside. Or no, no, that was you. Yeah, it wasn't his fiance. No, sorry, she was. I am idea. not married to Scott Daly. Let's just make sure that's clear. Wow, you don't need to make it. Well, I'm not that's, saying there's anything. Yeah, I'm just saying thing. I'm I'm not. All right. So anyway, the WCA guide uh, is called uh, the WCA Stand on Scary Clowns. It tells WCA <clears throat> members that quote the art of clown is something to be treasured and enjoyed, and just because someone wears a rubber Halloween mask, that does not make one a clown. It also recommends that young children should not be exposed to horror movies featuring clowns at all. Well, Pam Moody, who's still very bitter and angry, says it all started with the original It. Uh, She said, referring to the 1990 miniseries starring Tim Curry as Pennywise the Clown. Uh, They introduced the concept of this character. It's a science fiction character. It's not a clown, and it has nothing to do with professional clowning. Oh, boy. Moody says the creepy clown industry has had a noticeable effect on the business. (laughs) I don't think it says creepy clown industry, does it? Yeah. She said the creepy clown industry has had noticeable effect on the business of fun-loving clowns. Oh, okay. So what kind of clown are you? Well, Pam Moody says people had school shows and library shows that were canceled because people now don't want to see happy clowns. It's very unfortunate the public we're trying to deliver positive and important messages to aren't getting them. Uh, so let's see. Stephen King <laughs> acknowledged earlier this year that he receives a lot of complaints from real-life clowns, saying, quote, the clowns are pissed at me. Sorry, most are great, but kids have always been scared of clowns. Don't kill the messengers for the message. The, the guy from all the reviews I've been seeing, the new Pennywise and the new It movie, I guess he's just horrifying. Oh, yeah, because he stayed in character the whole time. Oh, he did? Like, off the uh-huh. offset? I remember reading about this guy offset. Like, he didn't let... None of the, cho- like, none of the children were allowed to see him until... It was time for their scene. Kind of like in um, the Goonies when they first go, like, they go down the slide and they go into the waterfall and see, like, the big um, yeah, like, the big ship. None of them had seen it before they built the set until, like, that actual take. Oh, really? I didn't know water. that. Mm, so that's all their, like, genuine reactions. So I guess the thing with the the character of It, too, is, like, the kids didn't know what he looked like until he's just, like, peeking <laughs> oh. of that thing. That's so terrifying. Yeah, I really want to see this new movie. Oh, yeah. All right, so anyway, yeah, that comes out September 8th, so that's the moral of this story. All right. Five alleged members of a Mexican cartel have been arrested after being accused of conspiring to ship designer drugs hidden in wax candles that are shaped like dildos. Say that again. Why do you make me say it again? I just, I want to make sure I understood. Five alleged members of a Mexican cartel have been arrested and accused of conspiring to ship designer drugs hidden in wax candles shaped like dildos. Okay. So these candles were used to conceal the drugs. So they were melted inside of the wax and they were all shaped like multiple sex organs, most being penis shaped. In total, there were more than 1,300 pounds of candles in dozens of cardboard boxes. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were shipped to a facility in Long Island before being transported to a warehouse in New Jersey. So the defendants allegedly intended to use the warehouse to convert the methamphetamine in the candles into crystal meth. Huh. I mean, doesn't that seem like it's kind of drawing a lot of attention to itself if you're, you know, couldn't just be like a regular, like, vanilla-scented candle? Well, probably. Maybe not, because maybe people would just be like, uh, all right, it's a bunch of Penis dildo candles. candles. Yeah, I yeah. mean... Let it through. I don't know. I don't know how it all works. All right. Well, there's that. Very slow news day. And finally, I have this one. This is the closest that I have to my story from earlier. A man has been accused of public masturbation in a park. However, he says that it wasn't his fault. 
The blame lies with a groundhog. <laughs> well. Okay. The unifi- <laughs> is the groundhog okay? The groundhog is just, uh, he didn't touch the groundhog. Okay. All right. So the unidentified victim who witnessed this account uh, told police that a man was following her around the park um, with his pants down and his privates exposed. Ugh. Uh, she also described a motion to demonstrate what he was doing with his hands. So this guy, uh, Robert McCoy, 53 years old, told police that, no, 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 it was all a misunderstanding when they apprehended him later in the evening. He said that he was using the restroom. He was urinating in that area when his pants fell down. No. Then a nearby groundhog startled him, <laughs> and he turned away quickly, possibly exposing himself to passersby. It was Whoa. the groundhog. Whoa. Whoa. Well, the police did not buy it, and he was arrested. <coughs> on um, yeah, so he was arrested, and he has been scheduled for a preliminary hearing. The yeah. groundhog scared him. The groundhog did it. Okay. There you go. Oh boy, there you have it. There's the world of crazy. That is some crazy. It's been a whole day of crazy. Yeah, it's getting really warm in here too. It I feel is. like the crazy is getting hotter. In yeah, here. there's a lot of crazy going on. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got. Um, let's see. I need to make some predictions, but I think I'm going to wait until next week to make my predictions on what's going to happen, meaning I'm going to tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl, like I do every year. Uh, just like the winner of the World Series for 2017 is going to be the Washington Natural Nationals. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's what you said. Yep. That's what I said. Okay. Hope people place some money on it. Um, but I do have some other exciting news that I wanted to bring up. Now, if you listen to our show maybe a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, when I talked about this, I applied to be a member of a very... Very exclusive group. What? And uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to be accepted. I wasn't sure if they wanted um, how much information they wanted from me in order to join this group mm-hmm. um, and gain my exclusive membership. And I am very, very excited to say that I was accepted into Bigfoot 911. I do think there's a sponge in these words. Yes, indeed. I have been accepted. Bigfoot 911 is a closed Facebook group. (laughs) This is your Squatch one? There's there's more to it. Okay. There's more to it than that. But, I mean, that is exciting news, Sarah. Please don't uh, take away from something that makes my How many members are in there? Are there a lot of members? Uh, It's exclusive. You know, there's not that many. What's it called? Bigfoot 911? Bigfoot 911. Um, I'm noticing I do know a couple. Our friend Jed is a member. Okay, well, Jed's in there. All right, I'm. Well, I guess it has I has seven thousand members. I'm gonna ask if I can join. No, you can't join it. You don't. You're not a Bigfoot enthusiast. I just asked to join the group. It's I'm gonna pending. write the. No, I'm gonna write them now and be like, no, do not allow this woman it's in. She right mocks now. Bigfoot. This is for Bigfoot enthusiasts, like serious people. This group is Bigfoot nine one one team formed to discuss investigations, evidence, and the team is based in Marion, North Carolina. Yes, it is. It's, you're already mocking it, uh, Sarah. You are not allowed to join. My closed Bigfoot Well, group. I guess we're just going to have to see about that, aren't we? Oh, I'm so mad. All right. So anyway, in this group, people post different things about Bigfoot and, uh, and what, they're, uh, you know, what they're most excited about, and including some things of evidence. And I already, just in my first day of membership, have found gold. And this is actual evidence, <laughs> actual Bigfoot evidence. From uh, from a guy named Ross. I'm surprised that it didn't just make national news if it's the actual evidence. And uh, it's a guy named Ross, and he posted a video. It's mostly audio. It's some audio recording 
of audio he recorded not two nights ago, the night of August 29th, when he left his recorder out in an apple orchard. Now, he the recording's an hour long, oh, and I haven't had time to scour the entire thing. Oh, that's too bad. But I thought maybe I'd play a few highlights due to my, you know, now fancy membership in this group. I could bring some exclusive things here to the listening audience. So here, uh, right now, I'm going to play. So this is, you can hear the audio, you know, as he, as he has the recorder going here. So, VCVA level 12. And he sets it down there and then he just kind of lets it go. Now at 145, he does note, you can hear clearly a Bigfoot. What's that? Listen to that. What do you hear there? You hear some Him crackling? breaking sticks? You hear some knocking? You hear a Bigfoot coming close? I like how it couldn't be a deer or anything. It's a Bigfoot knocking. Oh it's a Bigfoot God, knocking on so some wood stupid. in the orchard. So right there, we already have like clear-cut evidence that there is something in here. Now we also, well, I'm going to skip forward just a little bit. This is the actual audio recording that Ross has posted. Uh, here about 4.13, something comes in and starts chewing slash swallowing apples. Gross, he noted. So it's a uh, Bigfoot that's eating some apples. Shh, shh. It's coming. Any minute now. What? That was it. That was it. That was eating what? apples right there. Yeah, that was the Bigfoot eating apples. Wait, where? How did you miss? This is why you don't belong in this group. Hear it? See? No, trained, I don't hear it. A trained ear could tell that that is obviously a yes, large. There's so much audio of Bigfoot eating apples. Eating to an apple. It to. I mean, oh, you can tell by the way it's chewing. You can tell all kinds of things. Well, anyway, there's uh, there's an hour of this. He's got 18 oh, hours more recording. Can we please listen to more? That he's going to be posting. Uh, of this. And this is just the first thing of many treasures that I'm going to be able to bring everyone now that I am an official member of Bigfoot 911 on Facebook. And I'm going to write to the uh, membership right now, to the whoever is uh, overseeing this said page, and make sure that they don't allow one Sarah Dillon in there. <laughs> so I will make sure that that uh, doesn't happen because you don't belong in my group. That's from Bigfoot 911. I do think there's a spark in Uh, Keelan is saying, how does he know it wasn't a fucking pear? Because it was in an apple orchard. I'm sorry. If you're a scientist, you deduce these kinds of things. You're not and, a scientist. And uh, that was uh, obviously what's going on there. So there's not lots more happening. evidence that I will be presenting here on this show. Thanks to Bigfoot. I can't wait to get approved. I'll let everybody know as soon as You're not going to be approved. That's, that's my th- Bigfoot is my thing. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I'm feeling a little bit better. Good. I'm glad. Doing the show actually helps. I know. Every time I'm feeling like a little bit down than doing the show, it does mm-hmm. pick my spirits up. Pick my spirits. My body just hates me a little bit right now, but I'm going to hate it right back. Is that how you do that? Sure. Is that the power? Is that what positive thinking is? That is the power of positive Counter the hate thinking. with more hate? Yes. Okay. That's exactly it. Good job, Greg. Still trying to figure that part out. Okay. Um, September 17th. 
Come join us at the Landmark Saloon for our Fun Employment Radio live show and the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Court all about Free to attend. It's going to be so much fun. Come hang out with us. Yes. We'll have more details as we get closer, but save that date. And uh, also, I want to give a big thank you to Bike Gallery. BikeGallery.com. You still have till the end of the day to use the discount code. Um, their sponsorship runs through the end of today, August 31st. Bike Gallery has been a wonderful sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and we really appreciate their uh, their support of us and the fact that they still have the code Fun Employment. You can use it on checkout, either in person at one of their six stores or online at BikeGallery.com. If you've been meaning to use it, use it today. BikeGallery.com. Fun Employment. Use that code on checkout or go into one of their stores. They're really great locations. I mean, they've got all kinds of different stuff. It's more than just bikes, obviously, mm-hmm. um, at their locations and online. So uh, take advantage of that. And a big thank you to Bike Gallery. Yes, we really we're so grateful. It. This has been such a fun summer sponsorship. And yeah. we are just so grateful for them. We, we love them. Yeah. Kelly and Brian down there have been awesome. And uh, we just really appreciate it. All right. And tomorrow, uh, for live listeners, earlier in the morning, we'll be joined by comedian Mark Normand. He's going to be stopping by. Cool. And uh, then we'll have our regular show at noon o'clock. Awesome. Noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. Pacific time. Pacifico. Oh, boy. Tiempo de Pacifico. I think it might happen. My brain snapped. I think so. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Mañana. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.